headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back in quarter number four of this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hawkinsmith back here one more time in the Labatt Blue studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed Blue and White. Drink Blue and Light. Now joined by Jacob Ferriot from the Daily Collegian. We're talking Penn State wrestling. A little break in the competitive schedule for the Lions program, but we do have the U.S. Senior Open and the Wilkes Open to discuss. Jake, welcome back. It's good to have you back. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So, um... Penn State had a, a you know a couple guys of interest at the at the U.S. Um, uh, U.S. Senior Nationals. A couple guys qualify for the U.S. Olympic Trials with top five finishes out there. Uh, Nick Lee for for starters. What did you make of the tournament that that he had um, out there? He uh, got got a few big wins along the way. Ethan Lezak, Jaden Ironman, and Joey Laser uh, also won by injury default over over Yanni D. What does um, I think people watch his his career, watch his season in the lens of can this guy get over the top? Can he win a national title? Did any of this change your outlook on, on Nick Lee at all? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's a great point is, you know, can he sort of get over the hump? I mean, you know, here's a guy who is a two time All-American, two back to back fifth place finishes. But if you look at how he finished fifth place it differed both times. You know, the first time he got, I think it was pinned in the first round as a freshman and then battled back for fifth. And then last year as a sophomore, he sort of fell to fifth place. And so, you know, now with Yanni Yakmahalis out of the picture at 141, I think Nick is a real contender for a national title at 141. And I think you saw it last night. I mean, you know, you just mentioned, you know, knocking off Jaden Ironman and some other guys, but the one win that really impressed me was him knocking off Frank Molinaro by, I think it was a 10, nothing tech fall. Yeah. And you know, one Frank is a legend at Penn state and he's also Penn state's most recent Olympian. So I think that was a big statement win for Nick as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I didn't even get it, but just back to back to back, a lot of quality wins for him on, on this stage. And, uh, and yeah, I, th- I think it's encouraging. He's one of the guys, when you looked at Penn state's uh, lineup dynamic this year, when you lose, you lose a couple of national champs and, and, and off a nickel for sure, who are not only, you know, favorites to win their weights, but also just bonus points on bonus points on bonus points. You're looking to see who can fill the void. He was one of the big variables and we got a good answer on that. Now I just, I wanted to kind of get through. So April 4th and 5th, uh, Penn state will host the Olympic trials at Bryce Jordan center. What happens between now and then? So this was one piece of qualifying for that event. What happens from here between now and April to kind of give that event some shape? What opportunities do guys have guys who didn't make their way through this past weekend? Sure. So the easiest thing to start with would be uh, if you win an NCAA title. So, you know, Mark Hall, for instance, didn't go to senior nationals and he told us, you know, before the break that he was focused on qualifying by winning the NCAA title at 74. And then once he won the NCAA title, basically right up until the qualifiers, he could decide what weight he wants to go at. So that's sort of the easiest way. Um, I know in March, there's a last chance qualifier out at Millersville University. And then there might be some international tournaments uh, sort of between now and then that allow uh, – whether you have to win or come runner up or whatever the case may be that also give guys a chance to qualify. So there definitely still are 
chances to qualify for people who haven't yet. So, we're, you know, when we have this discussion about, you know, needing these other opportunities, you know, Anthony Kassar is a guy who jumps off the page. He, you know, injures his shoulder. And I don't, you know, as we sit here today, nobody really knows the severity of it. Nobody knows what that means for him, what that means for Penn State. So we're not going to speculate on the nature of that injury, but he defaulted out to sixth place. The, he, he's a guy who, you know, deserves to be there, who will kind of need to, one of these other opportunities to, to come to him in order to in order to um wrestle in the olympic trials yeah exactly um and you know he's a guy who you know he made it very clear he got two years of eligibility but he was only taking one and the goal was to sort of be ready for 2020 so it remains to be seen you know like you said depending on the extent and the severity of the injury uh you know how that's going to affect his chances i mean you know if it sidelines him until you know, we're in December now. If it sidelines him for a month or two, then he's very quickly going to find himself running out of time. But if it's not that bad of an injury, he could be very lucky and say, okay, I'm going to get right back on the horse. What's What's interesting you know, in, in tournaments like this as a whole, but also just the, the parallel paths of, of wrestling for your college program, gunning for an NCAA title, but at the same time pursuing these other ambitions, you know, in the sport of wrestling that, you know, you don't really have that. If you're, if you're playing college basketball at Duke, you're playing college basketball at Duke, everything uh, in, in your future kind of hinges on what you do in that. And just the, the management of guys. And, and in this case, I think just the management of Anthony Kassar with that shoulder, is it different because he's working on parallel paths at the same time? Yeah, that's going to be interesting to, and we'll never really get an answer to that, but it's something that has to be considered. A lot of stuff has to be considered for Kale Sanderson to, to manage these guys who have Olympic aspirations with the same time fielding your own lineup. It's just one of those unique situations that, that college wrestling has put in because of all this. Yeah. And that's the other thing is, you know, I mean, Unlike with the NCAA tournament and everything like that, you know, you don't need a minimum number of matches to qualify for the Olympic trials. So, you know, if Kassar's injury is severe, Kale said, okay, Anthony could say, listen, okay, Anthony, you know, we're going to shut you down for the college season and just focus on making the Olympics, in which case you might see, you know, Seth Nevels uh, get his red shirt pulled or, uh, you know, Kirkley has said that he wants to come to Penn State. So, you know, if that does happen, you could see him in the mix. So there are a lot of different options that uh, Kale can employ here. It's the Keystone Kickoff Show. We're talking Penn State wrestling coming off a big weekend, U.S. Senior Nationals. We're looking at the U.S. Olympic trials. We've got a, a real Penn State flavor in all of these things. And, uh, you know, Penn State is on a little bit of a competitive hiatus. They do have, um, you know, guys competing out there. Uh, Nick Lee qualified for the Olympic trials. He was a runner-up uh, at Senior Nationals, finished, uh, lost 10 nothing to Jordan Oliver in, in the finals there, which there's no shame in that. I don't think Oliver gave up a point the whole tournament. Uh, no, he outscored his opponents 50 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so there, there's no shame in, in, in getting beaten by by him. Uh, what do you think of um, Aaron Brooks, who, you know, he was a freshman who, you know, a little bit of a surprise. I think the juncture at which his red shirt was pulled this season indicated that they have pretty high expectations. Also indicated that there's going to be some creativity at the 184 and 197 spots. Uh, he started out strong and, and uh, faded, sort of faded a bit to, to finish six, but he beat, you know, NCAA, what was it, a runner up at Max Dean, I believe 
Elliott from from Cornell, beat Sammy Brooks from from Iowa, uh, wrestled Zahid Valencia from Arizona State, who is a uh, NCAA champ. Uh, what do you think about his showing, especially early here, to kind of feed the excitement about where he is um, in his Penn State career? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it was definitely impressive. I mean, here's a kid who I think he was highly touted, you know, coming into Penn State, uh, won a junior world medal and a cadet world medal coming in, spent the, spent last year out in Colorado Springs, training out there, comes here. And I mean, like you said, you know, the circumstances under which his redshirt were pulled, you know, I think people were surprised at how early it happened. But, uh, you know, the fact that he got this experience under his belt now, wrestling guys like Dean and Valencia, I think is only going to help him down the line in the college season. I mean, you know, you look at 184 across the board, you know, you've got Taylor Venz and a lot of really great guys in the Big Ten at 184. So I think that if Brooks is the guy at 184 going forward, that this is going to really help him Uh as the season goes on. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. You can be optimistic about this kid, but he still is a kid and he still has to experience, you know, some of what college wrestling has to offer him. And in one weekend, you know, he got like how, how long would it, it would have taken him weeks to accumulate, you know, sort of the experience he got bang, bang, bang um, out there in, in Dallas. Now, I, I, is this, as you were talking, this kind of came up in my Twitter feed again, the Zahid Valencia match. He loses, what was it? Six, nothing. And afterwards, Zahid Valencia calls him a little boy and, and this kind of thing. Like, I think Zahid Valencia seems like a decent kid, but I have not been a big fan of stuff like this. Like he, it got a little chippy with Aaron Brooks. I, I don't really know who was responsible for that, but, uh, also after he beat Mark Hall last year, he had the guitar and the sledgehammer thing. It's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of his uh, wrestling. I'm just not a fan of this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna comment just because I don't, you know, know the intimate details, so I don't want to pass any judgments because that would be fair to anybody. I'll, I'll pass the judgment. It's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll handle that. Um, but no, I mean, listen, Zahid has, on some level, earned the right to conduct himself how he see fits. I mean, he has the track record and the success to back it up, so he's not just talking the talk he's walking the walk um now yeah things did get chippy between him and aaron brooks uh yesterday or on uh sunday rather but you know the thing is is that you know not everybody is going to be as cool calm and collected so as much as you know the wrestling experience helps a guy like brooks you know dealing with something like that also helps brooks as well yeah, so you come out of this still really believing that Aaron Brooks is a hundred percent the real deal. Uh, how about um, Kirk Follett? At you know he was uh, the national number one recruit a couple uh, couple cycles ago. He is intent on transferring to Penn State. He really holds his own um, out there. Uh, he beat Nick Nevels twice. Both of these guys qualified for the Olympic trials. What's what's your thought? Like we we never really got a chance to talk about him and if he does actually arrive at Penn State and and what that means for him, what that means for for Penn State. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I know there are a lot of people are sort of. I don't know if skeptical is the right word, but, you know, he was at Minnesota for a while, then he was at Oklahoma State, and then he was at Ohio State, and now he's, at, you know, saying he wants to come to Penn State. So a lot of people don't are sort of taking his intent to join Penn State with a grain of salt. And, you know, I was admittedly a little surprised, too, just because, you know, you look at the heavyweights in the room, 
you know, if Kassar was healthy the rest of the year, Kirkland would have had to sit behind Kassar. And then there would have been a roster battle next year between him and Seth Nevels and, you know, whomever else. And so did he want to go through with that? Now, I think this tournament and, you know, qualifying for the Olympic trials as a freshman definitely puts him on a lot of people's radars. And again, says he's the real deal. And if you're Penn State, you find a way to get him in the lineup sooner rather than later. Yeah, and I, if all goes to plan and you're looking at, you know, an opening there, he sure looks like a guy who's going to be able to fill that void in a really big way. So we'll see what happens there. Pretty good weekend, I think, all in all. Penn State also at the Wilkes Open. Not a lot of competition out there. I think they had seven guys win their weights at, at that tournament. So uh, a pretty good weekend for them. We'll move ahead here on, on the wrestling season uh, with an eye towards whether Penn State can get back into that national title hunt. Uh, that's uh, Jacob Ferriott from the Daily Collegian talking Penn State wrestling with us. And that's it for this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. As always, you can check us out, KeystoneSportsNetwork.com, and download the Keystone Sports app. We'll see you next time. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light want to remind you that fall is the best season. Why? Because of football. Leaves. Fantasy football, flannel, beards, tailgating. Oh, yeah, and more football. Welcome to the best season ever. Grab some Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Because it's time to get undomesticated. Beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Always enjoy responsibly. Hey, it's Ross Tucker, former NFL player and now host on the Keystone Sports Network, telling you about GoPSURV.com. I had an unbelievable experience for the Wisconsin game with my wife. My father-in-law came up. We had an absolute blast tailgating at GoPSURV.com. If you don't know about it or you haven't checked it out yet, you need to do so immediately. Call Mark at 1-800-519-8467 or go to GoPSURV.com. Looking for the perfect Christmas gift for the Penn State fan in your life? Then you have to go to 409tailgateclub.com and check out the Tailgate Christmas Gift Box, filled with their famous sauces and rubs and even a Tailgate Club apron. All in a gift box shipped directly to you. And for a 10% discount, be sure to use code KSN on checkout. That's 409tailgateclub.com. And don't forget to use the code KSN on checkout for a 10% discount.